it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. If you're looking for somewhere to go to eat with the family, maybe you're some looking for somewhere to go for a late lunch, somewhere to go for, well, two for one, all day, every day. There's only one option. There's only one option. Theo, tell them about Duffy's Sports Grill. Come on, man. Duffy's Sports Grill is the place to go, and not just to get a grab a, uh, grab a bite to eat, not just to get the two-for-one drinks, but also, you know, a great fantasy football season has to start with a great fantasy football draft party. And you can enjoy draft party spaces, over 80 TVs at every location, free Wi-Fi, those award-winning burgers and jumbo wings, and those two-for-one drinks all day, every day at your nearest Duffy's Sports Grill. If you want to plan that draft party, all you got to do is visit Duffy'sMVP.com to book it. You can draft from your home turf as well. I don't blame you. Maybe you want to do it from the comfort of your couch or maybe with a party with friends. And if you're doing that, you can be the MVP of the party if you order party platters at Duffy'sMVP.com. You can't go wrong with Duffy's. And remember, at Duffy's, our game is always on. Uh, This is elite stuff right here. This brings us to our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS air conditioning. The, uh, the Pac-12 is falling apart as we know it. Colorado has announced that it is going to the Big 12. It's returning to the Big 12. The last time it was relevant was in the Big 12, so Colorado is heading back. Uh, and today, potentially, potentially, there is a, a, a board of trustees meeting in Arizona where Arizona and Arizona State could announce their intentions to leave the Pac-12. This is with USC and UCLA preparing to leave for the Big 10 next year. So things are in shambles. That's not what I'm talking about, though. There's been a lot of hype, a lot of hoopla around Colorado because of Deion Sanders. Coach Prime and the Buffaloes. Uh, Dan Lanning, the head coach of perennial favorite in the Pac-12, Oregon, he was asked yesterday at his daily press conference what his reaction was to Colorado leaving the Pac-12 to go to the Big 12. This is elite-level petty. This is trolling at its finest. It warmed my heart. This is Oregon head coach Dan Lanning. Not a big reaction. I mean, I'm trying to remember when, what they won to affect this conference. I don't remember. Do you remember them winning anything? I don't remember them winning anything. That's it. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Perfect. Wow. Colorado leaving is unfortunate timing-wise for the Pac-12 because Dion is there. But as far as their time in the Pac-12, completely forgettable. Nobody remembers and nobody will remember when Colorado was in the Pac-12 other than being uh, a whipping boy. Like You're asking the head coach of the Pac-12 favorites. Right, like, What they Every think year. about the bottom feeder, the, yeah. the, the bottom-sucking catfish of Colorado. Like, don't waste my time. Right. What are we going to do right. about it? Who cares? Yeah, what do you want me to do about it? Yeah, we, we beat up on these dudes every year, so now they're going to the Big 12. They got a coach who, who is the greatest self-promoter in college football history. Like, fine. But what do you want me to say about it? Dan Lanning, good on you. Well done. That is the EDS Air Conditioning coolest moment of the week. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. 
They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Since 2006, they have been the standard in air conditioning in Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. They make appointment schedules around you. They will try and get your AC unit to that warranty. They, in case of replacement, will replace that AC unit in due time, post-haste, and make sure you are cool, make sure you are taken care of, and make sure they're doing it the right way way that's eds air conditioning eds is yes edsairconditioning.com edsairconditioning.com eds is yes that's edsairconditioning.com how long has uh, mike greenberg been off uh i i, I realized that it, carlin and canty were on chris carlin and chris canty were on before us today uh, is greeny been gone all week they're on before us every single day because Greeny has been gone, yes, this entire week. And like, Is everything okay? I'd say pretty much all of last week as well. Because he, he went to Japan, mm. and then he came back for like the snap of a finger. He returned last Monday. Right. I haven't heard him since. He was on Get Up this morning. Was he on Get Up? Yeah. So he was on Get Up, but he wasn't on the radio show. And I think he leaves tomorrow. He said something about, yeah, I think he leaves tomorrow. They celebrated his birthday is this coming Sunday. And they celebrated it today on Get Up because they know he leaves tomorrow. That's what they said. I, I, I want that job. Right. How do you get paid not to so, work? So I just so, so he's okay though. He's okay though. Like he he, he, he looked perfectly fine. He, he's in better shape than he's ever been in his entire I, life. I just didn't know if there was like a death in the family or like. Oh. But but he he was on TV today. He was on TV today. Like this is my thing. Like I'm fine. Like people take vacations. Greenberg has earned all the rights in the world to take. He could take the whole damn summer off. Like he should. He's an institution. Like, are is it possible to get like a heads up, like just to promote who's on? Because after us, then because Carlin and Canty, usually you hear them when we're done at noon. Yes, that means they're not going to be on at noon. So how do we know who's going to be on after us, or at two o'clock at, at, at two? Who's going to be on after us? You don't know. Maybe we just keep talking and see if uh, anybody notices. <laughs> <laughs> We're just still going. I but, but you genuinely don't know. It's a different. It's really frustrating. Like, why? Why are we getting a heads up? Why? Why isn't ESPN providing us a heads up? Who's coming on after us? If we're gonna have this rotating thing, and I know that we just torpedoed the morning show. Okay, so we've had a we've had a a, a revolving door of different hosts on the morning show, and a great job by our friend Amber Wilson, who's done a great job in spot duty, uh, really more consistently as of late duty in the morning. There, she's great, she's the best. Um, but I don't know who's on when. I I I am I'm hosting this noon show, and I want to promote what's coming up so people stay tuned. To ESPN 106.3. And I'm not saying it's in this building that's the issue, but how come Bristol's not giving us a heads up? Like, who's on? How do I not know who's on at 2? How do I not know who's on at noon? Well, or, uh, uh, I'm sorry, at 10. It, at 10. Be, I know I'm on at noon. <laughs> how do I know who's on at, at, at 10? I, I, I don't... It doesn't seem very... Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem very efficient. Like, am I, am I speaking out of turn? Am I wrong here? This doesn't seem... It just doesn't. It, it's it's not it, it's not good for continuity. Yeah, freelance and a lot of improvising. I've I've completely canceled. I think for the past two years, canceled any any bit of Apple Music, any bit of spot. I don't listen to music. I listen to ESPN Radio all day. Yeah, I, and I, I don't just, have that answer. For I just want a heads up. I who who is on at two? Does anybody know who's on at two o'clock? Like I'd love to promote them. I'd love to promote what's coming up, and I'm sure it's going to be good sports talk radio. 
but I don't know who's on. And uh, like, this has been a day of annoyances for me. I don't know who's on at 2. I didn't know that Carlin and Canty were on at 10. I didn't know Greenberg, who came back from vacation for like a week, is leaving again. I just I don't know. It's really hard for me to to wake up in the morning and turn it on and, and just to know that Jay Will is just expiring his contract out. It's just a matter of but, time. But, he's on this show every but day. He's gonna, yeah. But he's going to – he might get re-upped. I don't know, but I just don't know who's on when. Like, I need to know who's on when. Like, I go to ESPN Radio's website, and they've got all the names of the shows, but not the individuals on the shows that are filling in for the people whose names are on the show. Well, you got to be on Twitter. You just got to, like, follow all the fill-in hosts, and usually they tweet, like, 30 minutes or so before they go on. It's just frustrating, man. Go follow all 26 of them. <laughs> I, I just I, Harrison Stanford. I, I, I truly like I want to be able to remedy this because I just think our our the people who listen to this station on a regular basis deserve to know who's gonna be on and when. Is that is that too much to ask? It's definitely not. And again, it's not it's not it's not people in this building. It's we need we need like the I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe I shouldn't be airing this out on here, but I'm like, fr- I'm frustrated with it. Yeah. Because I, I can't tell you how many times people are like, oh, Ken, who was that on at 10? Or who was that? I don't know. I wish I could tell you. I wish I, wish I could pr- promote it for you. I have no idea. All right, whatever. Uh, first take, I know that Stephen A. Smith was on today. That I do know. Yeah. I saw him. I saw the man. Hardest working man in the biz. I also saw uh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> WWE superstar, the greatest heel going in wrestling, MJF close second, some would say even, out of AEW. But Roman Reigns, transcendent talent. Roman Reigns made an appearance with his manager, Paul Heyman, another legend, on first take today. Uh, This is what we're doing. On August 1st, Roman Reigns gave his his top five Super Bowl contenders. That's right. When he's... uh, When he's... When he's not busy trying to keep the bloodline together on WWE SmackDown Friday nights, he's headed to first take to give his top five Super Bowl contenders. Roman Reigns' top five Super Bowl contenders were number five, the Buffalo Bills. Number four, the Cincinnati Bengals. Number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number one, his favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers. Roman Reigns has the Niners. As his, uh, as his top Super Bowl contender. Let me go through it again. That's right. The Roman Reigns. <laughs> WWE superstar. Bills number five. Bengals number four. Eagles number three. Chiefs number two. 49ers number one. Theo, your reaction to Roman Reigns' top five Super Bowl contenders. Is he from San Francisco? Is he like from the Bay? I mean, he's Samoan. He's, he's from, from okay. out westward. Um. If if you're gonna pick a team who they're if 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 all things go well, their starting quarterback is gonna be Mr. Irrelevant from last year mm-hmm. over uh two time MVP, two time Super Bowl MVP in Patrick Mahomes, uh, then go right ahead. In fact, I'd love to make a bet against the guy. You know, like bring him on. But we should tweet at him. Yeah, we should like hey, Roman, put your money where your mouth is, if tribal leader. If your money's on some combination of Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, and Sam Darnold. Some combination. We don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be fully healthy for the start of the season. We don't know if Sam Darnold can throw it. Well, we know he can't. From what I'm hearing, Trey Lance football. is at number three. And I know Trey Lance is number three, and we, we know he can't really throw the football. If you're putting your money on them, then you go right ahead. Sign right up. 
And then over the Eagles as well is pretty insane. So Theo's given that a big old thumbs down. He yeah, does not like the Roman Reigns take. top five. Terrible uh, take. What about you, Stone? Bills, Bengals, Eagles, Chiefs, 49ers, 5-1, to one, Roman Reigns top five Super Bowl contenders. Where do you sit on this after Theo gave a uh, a thumbs down to Roman Reigns? I think it's pretty solid. I'll give it a B minus, and I think I know why Theo So a is... thumbs up? Is that a thumbs up? Because we were doing thumbs up, thumbs down, and <laughs> you just gave it a grade. <laughs> Are we doing this from one Let's to just same. keep it simple. A thumbs up or thumbs down? I'll give it a B minus. Thumbs up in parentheses yeah. would be a B minus. And All I think right. Theo's pushing back pretty hard because he looks at that number one spot and he sees some of his ex friends. I had a boyfriend, girlfriends didn't want to go there. You know, he sees some of his ex friends and <laughs> Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey, and he sees that you know he hasn't. That that's what he was missing. I don't hate this list at all. I know what wrong. that backfield we're, we're, produces. We're talking about a Christian McCaffrey led team. Obviously, his defense is always stout. They're always a threat. If Brock doesn't go down, who knows what happens in that yeah. Philly game. So, I don't hate the list at all. I give it a thumbs up. All a right, Christian McCaffrey-led team. When's the last time a running back-led team won the Super Bowl, Ken? Because I'm trying to remember. Uh, Jerome Bettis? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't even know if they... Uh, you're right. Refrigerator Perry? I guess, but I feel like that defense more <laughs> led it. And then Ben was young. Yeah. Uh, Emmett Smith, Cowboys. But they leaned on the butt. I think Emmett, Emmett Smith, Smith is probably Cowboys. the right call. Yeah. Sean, Smith is when is the last time a running back led team won a Super Bowl where the running back is the the key focal point? 888 I really think like early nineties Cowboys. It would have to be. Yeah, you had Troy Aikman, but but Emmett Smith was the focal point of that team. Does Walter Payton have a ring? He does. He was with the but that, that was the Bears. Yeah, that was and, the and Bears defense. That Bears defense, right. But Walter Payton, I think you could at least put him in that conversation for the eighty five yeah. Bears. If you're gonna but if you're doing that, then I think Jerome Bettis might need a little bit more love too then. I'm not saying he's on that level, but it, it wasn't Stiller's defense led as much as that offense kind of went as the bus went. Yeah, he probably had like twenty five touchdowns that year. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I mean, every time yeah, they got injured, what about injured. what about the the Bron- like Terrell Davis Broncos? Now, obviously, that's it. Elway though. That's Elway. That's Elway. That's Elway all day. I mean, yeah, Terrell Davis was incredible in those Super Bowls, but I'm not sure he told the whole offensive story. Sean Alexander has no rings. Nah, that's another no. name that popped up. In I my do head. really. Did you really like? We've just went, gone through five options, and the Seahawks with Sean Alexander <laughs> came up. That's a, in I, your head. He led that squad. Honestly, though, that name and the picture of him on that Madden cover came in my head immediately. Uh, but I was like, I know they didn't win a uh, ring, so I didn't bring me, it up. Let me. All right. So that <laughs> team that that team that lost to the Steelers at Ford Field. Yes, that was Sean Alexander. Okay, he right, almost let me, did it. Let me take it back. Let me take back what I just did to you, Stone. And I want to formally apologize, and I don't do this often. I was a bit hasty to tear down what Stone just did because if the Seahawks, and that was one of the worst games ever played, <laughs> one of the worst Super Bowls ever played, just bored of tears, and the officiating was horrific in that game. But if the Seahawks did win that game, yeah. we would be talking about Sean Alexander led the Seahawks to, yes. to a Super Bowl championship. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. So I, I apologize. Accepted. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, so Roman Reigns... Top five Super Bowl contenders. Bills five, Bengals four, Eagles three, Chiefs two, 49ers one. Theo gives it a thumbs down. Stone gives it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs down. 49ers is the top Super Bowl contender. Sorry, Roman Reigns. That's a hack list. That's bad. That's bad. I don't get it. Uh, He's obviously a fan. And I'm pro Cody Rhodes. He's going to, the American nightmare. He's going to have to tell his story. All right. Uh, So that's the first top five I noticed today. Then here's this top five, ACC media poll. ACC College Football Media Poll. Clemson at number one. Florida State at number two. 
North Carolina at number three, NC State at number four, Miami at number five in the ACC. Stone, thumbs up, thumbs down. Miami at number five in the ACC media poll with Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, NC State in that order ahead of them. Big thumbs up. I think they hit it right on the money. I don't think there's any other way to go about that. Now, I'm kind of drawing a blank on who's starting at quarterback for NC State this year, but I know it's a big name. I know they they grabbed a huge transfer, and so that's why they probably landed at the number four spot. But I love that list. Couldn't not have done it any better. Miami, number five. And I've seen some Canes fans say they haven't been this uh, this tepid on a Canes season going into a Canes camp in their entire fandom. I, yeah. I just feel like everybody's just sort of like they're they're burned out by by the Canes and the lack of of what appears to be progression. Number five in this poll with Clemson number one, Florida State number two. Thumbs up, thumbs down to the media. Part of Part of, yeah. part, of, part of your people. I was about to say, yeah. Hey, oh, you voted on this. Yeah, I was rubbing shoulders or elbows or whatever. I was actually more down on NC State um, only because I was heavily influenced by people that were with NC State media that were down on their own team. So I'm surprised that they landed at four. But I think Miami at five is pretty healthy. Um, it's pretty right. And then Clemson has to be the favorite. Uh, Florida State, too. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Thumbs up. I'm going to give it a thumbs up as well. I'm going to give that a thumbs up as well. So uh, Roman Reigns... Super Bowl contenders on first take today. Theo and I gave a thumbs down. Stone gave a thumbs up. Uh, myself, Stone, Theo, thumbs up across the board. ACC top five in the media poll. Now, here's the athletic top five quarterbacks in the NFL, according to general managers, coaches, offensive coordinators, or defensive coordinators, and executives. Okay? The top five quarterbacks, according to the athletic, in a poll of executives, GMs, coaches, coordinators. At number five, Justin Herbert. At number four, Aaron Rodgers. At number three, Josh Allen. (laughs) At number two, Joe Burrow. At number one, Pat Mahomes. Now, you may be wondering who was on the outside looking in. Number six was Hertz behind Herbert. Number seven was Lamar Jackson behind Hertz. Then eight, Trevor Lawrence. Nine, Dak Prescott. Ten, Matthew Stafford. Your initial thoughts on this, Theo? The one through five, and yeah, then who was on the outside looking in of the athletic top five? Who was five again? Uh, Herbert. Justin Herbert. You know, I'll give him a thumbs up. Okay. Uh, Herbert's still a really good – he's like an elite quarterback, and I can see why GMs and scouts and all those deep defensive coordinators could put him right there. Uh, Lamar Jackson will be in the top five after this year's up. I like that top five list, though, especially okay. because they have the king up top. So, uh, Stone? Your thoughts on a five through one, the athletic, GMs, coaches, coordinators, executives, Herbert, Rodgers, Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, outside looking in six to ten, Hertz, Jackson, Lawrence, Prescott, Stafford. Again, I think they got this one pegged. Huge fan. Definitely give it a thumbs up. Pretty good. They got this one pegged. I'm going to give it a thumbs up here. Okay. I thought you said a man got pegged. (laughs) (laughs) And they got it right again. Uh They got this one pegged. Uh Uh, Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think Lamar Jackson behind... Jalen Hurts is, you can debate it. Yeah. But that brings me to this. Because it was last night, and this was the last text I read before bed, and I just felt like, oh, in the morning, I'll get the conclusion to this this thriller. (laughs) It was 5.18 p.m. That was the last text I got last night. 5.18 p.m. by Stone to our, our show text thread, myself, Theo Stone. And I read the following. I think Lamar Jackson's going to go ballistic this year. 
And then 5.30 came, no follow-up. 6 o'clock, nothing. 6.30, 7 o'clock, nope. 7.30, nope. 8.30, nothing. By 10 o'clock, sleepy time. No stone still <laughs> to explain this. What time did you go to bed last night? Oh, man, um, about 2. Okay. So from 5.18 p.m. where we got the text from Stone, I think Lamar Jackson's going to go ballistic this year, uh, to 2 o'clock when Stone finally uh, slumbered, still no follow-up. So I'm going to ask you now, why do you think Lamar Jackson's going to go ballistic this year since you couldn't bother to, to, to send us the conclusion of this cliffhanger in the text thread last night? Yeah, so first off, let me tell you why I didn't respond to you guys, right? So uh, you guys first popped in my head. I said, let me go, you know, hash this out with my colleagues. They'll enjoy this one, right? So no response from you guys there, per se. Well, I we were waiting. I responded. You know, like an hour later, he the, responded like, I oh, said. that's a complete 180 from you. Yeah. Why? Why? Theo kind of gave me a limp answer. So what had, what, 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 a limp what, answer? What had happened was no, I... You can't I, just leave something open-ended. Like, finish the damn story. What, what had happened was I took it to another group chat, right? Oh. They ate it up. They enjoyed it. We hashed it out for hours, right? Got in some good football talk like the men do. So, you know, I decided <laughs> to leave you guys on the curb there and, and take a bus the other way. So why I thought of it, I, I, it was almost an epiphany. It was like an... Uh, an awakening, I, a I vision, think. That I had. A vision? Yeah, I definitely had a vision yesterday. I don't know what I was doing at that time. Obviously, I'm off work. I'm hanging out, relaxing. And uh, I just thought, damn, I don't see much Lamar Jackson stuff on my timeline. Like, I haven't in, in the past month. And all of this has been going on. And it, it hit me that all these other guys are starting to get paid, guys his age. And then the top 100 list comes out. Obviously, they slap him at 71. Understand that, you know, he didn't play the full season last year. But you put a guy like Jared Goff ahead of him on that list, and, and, oh, and Lamar Jackson is the 71st best player in, in the league out, out of the 100 that, the, that they ranked. And, and I got the sense that this guy's kind of hiding in the weeds. Like, there is nobody that I want with a chip on their shoulder than Lamar Jackson. I think this guy's going to shoot out of a cannon. He's going to prove a point to the entire league, and we see one of the best seasons that he's ever had and that a quarterback's ever had. Statistically, what he's able to do on the le- with his legs, I just thought... Lamar Jackson is going to make every single person in the league look as idiotic as they possibly can. There's just so much to Lamar, and he's not being talked about. And I think wow. he personally loves it. Wow. I, I love it. I, I but, love it. I love it too, but I t- <sighs> like I, I, I I'm at a loss for words because I feel like just a month or two ago, you were arguing at ends that you can only run certain stuff with him. He's a limited quarterback, and, and it's his fault that he – this, that, and, the, and now it's he's going to have a ballistic. Now season. he's a believer. It's because he had that epiphany. It's 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 the epiphany, but the X's was this and O's, epiphany induced? The the the, <laughs> the 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 X's and O's out the window. Like there, are, there's magical he, things. He's going in the chip air this on year. shoulder here. He's going he's just chip, on chip on shoulder. There's yeah. just di- it's just different when you have a reason to play. When you know that you're counted out. But, we have, we don't even speak about this dude. There's nothing. He's not on our TV. He's not on the radio. He's nowhere. Couldn't you apply that to Russell Wilson? We gave him his parade last year. We said they were a Super Bowl contender. We did all this stuff. But, but isn't he, he going to have a chip, chip on his shoulder? He has a chip now. I think the chip works a little differently, right? Because you can take the, you know, God's got me a route. A chip difference. Or got it. It's a total chip difference. So, so uh, Lamar Jackson is like a well-constructed Dorito. Yes. Whereas Russell Wilson, like he's just got a flimsy chip. little uh, greasy. You don't like kettle chips? I, I do like kettle chips. Actually, that's kind of Yeah, foul. just like greasy, a greasy, like... Like uh, you know, flimsy like potato chip, like a lazy one. 
I don't want to go brand name. In, in, Lay's are delicious, by know, the way, if you want to spend money. I love uh, Lay's. With an off-brand potato chip that's greasy off-brand and terrible. Yeah. Lamar's chip, too salty. Lamar's chip can explode. Like, Russ's is just stale. There's just, you know, like, what, the, what's The bag's go- been left open. The bag's been left it's open. It's there, but maybe not as prominent. Just think that this guy goes eight bleep on the entire league this year and just points the finger at everybody. He laughs and he pulls out all the stops. I don't think anybody touches him this year. I, right. I'm I'm with him, and beyond that, I think it's also one of those things where that division is going to be ballistic, like the AFC North. I think Lamar Jackson finally has more outside weapons in in Zay Jones, OBJ. He's got a new offensive coordinator. Like JK is healthy. JK is more healthy, or we, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, with those things, but Lamar Jackson is going to be good. Mark Andrews is still right there. Like, I think he punches Joe Burrow in the face first chance he gets, and that and that that's NC team. I would go with the calf. Um, what uh, <laughs> what what is what is the chip? What type of chip is on Lamar Jackson's shoulder? What type of chip? Because that's where that's where Stone's going. Yeah. Is there's going to be one hell of a chip on his shoulder that's going to lead Lamar Jackson to success? That's got to be one quality chip right there. I say a cool ranch overloaded with the uh, the the red and dust. blue seasoning, the dust. It's a it's a it's a it's a perfectly non-cracked Doritos Cool Ranch chip. Ugh. What what chip? What chip? What's the top-notch chip that's on Lamar Jackson's shoulder? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is it a ruffle? Is it something with ridges? Is it a kettle chip? Is it uh, Lay's brand? Is it sour cream and onion? What type of chip? Mm. What type of chip? What type of quality chip? It's on Lamar Jackson's shoulder. Again, cool ranch right here. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theodore CW, PTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he is the man. He is the dude. He is my guy. GoldhaberSinus.com. That's how you get your consultation with the ENT extraordinaire based out of Boynton Beach. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, whether you have ear problems, nose issues, throat concerns, if you're a big-time snorer, don't live that way. Don't live that way. When you have a solution right in your own backyard in Boyden with Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he's been doing it for decades. He is an institution in this area for all your ENT concerns. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, here's your consultation. Here's how you get it. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. It's hard sometimes to find people that you trust fully, especially this day and age, especially in this area of the country, this area of the state. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, again, decades of giving top-notch grade A treatment for those seeking help. Because he wants you to know you don't have to suffer through congestion, through ringing ears, through constant throat pain, snoring. He can't help you. Want to know why? Because he's done it for so many. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Uh, this is worth paying attention to. Fred McMurphy of Action Network just tweeted, Pac-12 board meeting with presidents and ADs about media rights deal concludes no deal reached. Arizona, Arizona State, the Arizona Board of Trustees that oversees both of them, they're meeting today. The thought is 
they're going to vote on whether or not Arizona and Arizona State are staying in the Pac-12. You could conceivably have Colorado leaving Pac-12. Arizona, Arizona State leaving Pac-12. Like, what is that? What does that leave you? So you've got Oregon, right? Washington, Washington State, U.S. Oh, Oregon State. Yeah, because then you've got oh, USC man. and UCLA leaving next year for the man. Big Ten. So you've got Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, Stanford, Cal, Utah. Yeah. Who am I missing? Who am I missing here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So Pac-12 got Arizona. schools. Yeah. Um, I, you said Cal. I said Cal. I don't. I think that's right now. That's it. Yeah. Like that's not a serious football conference. That's gonna be. That, that'll be <laughs> not. That's not terrible. a Power Five football conference. I'm sorry. Oh man. Like that. That is going to. You're not missing anybody. No. That's it. Right you, now. Oh. If Arizona and Arizona State decide they're going to leave, like Colorado, at the end of this season, you're going to be left with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Seven teams. Seven. Pack seven. Yeah. I, I, I like the, it. the way things are going, uh, I, I really feel like Florida State's in the SEC by 2027. Like Florida State is a significantly greater pickup for the SEC than Miami is. I wouldn't be shocked if Florida State and Miami are no longer conference rivals come 2027. Is that when the Bill of Rights thing is over with with the ACC? Because I don't think anybody's going until they're out of that prison. I think that the SEC can help find the money to pull Florida State in. So I beforehand. think I mean the argument then becomes does the SEC even want to pull anybody in regardless of who it is and where Hell they are. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. They want uh, it's going to be a power vacuum. You're trying yeah. to consolidate as much power as you can because the Big Ten's going to be getting people. Huh. They're going to be taking. Huh. I'll make this claim. There is a a a greater chance of Florida Atlantic and Miami becoming ACC rivals mm. in the next 5 years. Then there is Miami and Florida State remaining ACC rivals five years from now. That's my big, bold conference realignment prediction. Yeah, There is a better chance. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's a better chance that FAU and Miami become ACC rivals five years from now than there is Miami and Florida State remaining ACC rivals five years from now. Here's the question with that. Is that... A like a confidence play in where FAU athletics is heading, or is that also more of a condemnation on what the ACC is going to what's going to happen with the ACC? Um, I suppose both, though I wouldn't call it a condemnation. FAU is going to help any conference they go to. Not calling it that, like in a bad way, but strong, the, stable athletic department. You're also fearless leader in that statement. You're saying Florida State top notch coach Tom Herman, Big Twelve experience. In that statement, as you wear an FAU shirt, in that statement, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> or an Elijah Martin Elijah shirt. Martin shirt. Yeah, What's up, NIL? Um, that's supporting. That's supporting student athletes, right? By the there. way, I hope FAU is hearing this right now. You're the 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 play by play broadcast you've had the last 17 years, contributing to NIL for players. Just know that. Showing love. Hopefully, I'll be there September 2nd. All right. Anyway, so Lord. Um. Uh, so so but would FAU be the, the the first team out of the AAC to go anywhere? Like, why? I mean, A- ACC. I think it's AAC. Sorry. Do, you, do I, you remember UCF? They're in the Big Twelve now. No, I do. Cincinnati, but, Big Twelve now. Houston, I'm Big saying Twelve now. From the American, like, would FAU be the first in that conversation? Like, would their name be thrown around? Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, I think SMU. Right, so the, SMU's uh, probably going to the Pac-12. I asked because of SMU, and the yeah. Mem- not, not that Memphis is all that much. Yeah, better, I think SMU is probably going to be a Pac-12 player. So if like if the American gets plucked, though, I mean, why not? Why not? I think you should need to show some results first. But As I Howard think- Schnellenberger used to say, "Dare to dream." <laughs> so the ACC is the third best conference for sure. The only variability. Huh? Is time between FAU and a national championship? He also said that the only variable is that Gandhi. Time. The only variable is time. No, Howard, Howard Schnellenberger, uh. football Gandhi, <laughs> football Buddha. Rest in peace. Football. Guy. It's a, it's a it's tough to it's tough to push back on. I guess at any at all the cards are on the table at this point. Like they, anything goes. There are no rules. Yeah, there's no rules. No, but I like my prediction that five years from now, better chance. Miami and FAU are ACC rivals than Miami and Florida State remaining conference rivals. I, I, would, I, would, I would go against that. I would say that Miami and Florida I, – I just don't think that the ACC schools get freed before that because I forget what the data is that the ACC Bill of Rights thing is still holding everybody. Forget their Bill of Rights. The SEC can stop all over those Bill of Rights. I'm telling you. <laughs> or, I don't I'm know. Telling if, you. I don't know if Davo. Uh, I think he'd find a way to get involved and not let any of those teams go. Right? He needs competition in there. I, I don't think he wants to reign oh, supreme if, over. If the SEC said, "Hey, Davo, come on," Davo no, would do it in a no. second. I don't think Dabo's so. Davo's afraid of that SEC smoke, man. Absolutely is. He wants to be big fish, small pond. Yeah. There's a the 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 Bill of Rights in the ACC goes through 2036. Give me a break. <laughs> Uh, give me a break. 2030. Stuck. Oh, Sorry. Stuck. If the SEC comes calling and Florida State and there's a marriage pending, you know what's not going to matter anymore? The ACC Bill of Rights. They'll find the money they signed in the, the bad billion deal. dollar industry of college football. They signed a bad deal. They're in a 360, and I don't think nope. they're getting out. Yep. They didn't read the fine print. It's over with. They're Nonsense. Stuck. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, bright line, so stress-free. It's the only sane way to get through South Florida. Ride the rail. Go brightline.com, free Brightline app, that premium seating. You can't do any better than that. It's like business class, but on a train. The snacks, the drinks at the... Premium Lounge, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Central Station. Whether you're going to the Marlins with the home runner train, inner Miami, goal getter train. You're going to have the end zone express train, Aventura, shortstop spoke Aventura with bright line. And then, of course, September 1st, service beginning to Orlando. It's unstoppable. You have got to treat yourself. Brightline, gobrightline.com, free Brightline app. That's gobrightline.com, the free Brightline app. Why sit in traffic when you get out of the big yellow train? That's Brightline, gobrightline.com, and the free Brightline app. Like, Theo, I know you think that the the grant of rights deal here uh, with the ACC, like you just, it's a, impenetrable. But, but listen, the ACC is at a crossroads. Because you've got the Big Ten and the SEC with their new media deals that are going to be it, 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 making $40 million more yeah, yeah. than the ACC. So they can say, the ACC can say, oh, 2036, you can't leave. And that's when our rights deal is done. 2036, that's when ESPN granted the rights through. Uh, but but these schools like Florida State are going to say, that does nothing for us. If we want to be national championship contenders, we can't be. If we're in a conference, 
who, when they're sorting out the media rights money, we're falling further and further behind Rutgers. Yeah. Falling further and further behind Vanderbilt. That's not sustainable. So it's $120 million exit fee to leave the ACC. And then you got to figure out the negotiation. If you're able to get the money that you deserve through the grant of rights deal when you exit the conference, you got to weigh that against, hey, it's once we start getting SEC money, then we can really get going. I, I'm just saying, don't count it out because it's almost better off for Florida State to say, hey, we'll take a massive financial hit knowing that in five, six, seven years' time, we are going to to be near even because compared to the rest of the ACC schools who decided to stay because we're getting SEC money. Yeah, I think it's one of those. It's like unstoppable force, immovable objects. Something's going to shake soon, but 2027 feels early. It like, feels a little early. Like Boston College, they can't leave the ACC. They won't. Miami, Miami, I don't think they have enough cash, private school, to leave the ACC. Florida State, again, it would be painful, but I think they could do it, and it's probably in their best interest. That's all I'm saying. I stand by my bold prediction, damn it. Five years. Five years. Miami. All these long bits. Florida Atlantic ACC rivals. Oh, boy. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.